This is Kale McCutcheon with the Past Turned Up Studio here in Spencer, West Virginia. You're listening to show number nine with Joe. This is episode 30 with our podcast series. Make sure to tune in for more podcasts, information, and music. Thank you for tuning in. All right, we're here at Help Desk with Joe, and this is show number nine and episode 30 here for Patch. So a big day today with our podcast, and this is another big day uh, as we're dealing with some of the local issues we are uh, doing it remotely by phone. So, Joe, welcome via phone. Yeah, great to be here, Dave. Uh, we are working our best to practice social distancing today. <laughs> social distancing, indeed. And uh, you got a lot of big topics to talk about today. And unfortunately, I'm on the other side of the screen because Kale's running the show and I can't see what our topics are. So, I'm going to have you introduce our topics today. All right. Today's topics include Apple Siri now helps you check. Uh, coronavirus symptoms, how YouTube and the video game industry is uh, changing how they operate as far as offering their services. And if you are working from home, lawyers are requesting you that you may want to unplug that Amazon Echo or Google Speaker or other smart listening devices. Okay, and then of course you always have the tip of the week, but we'll come back to that. Uh, right now, so let's start out with the first one, and I'm sorry I, I uh, didn't write them down, so uh, my memory doesn't even go that far. So what was the first topic, and let's get in, get started on this Help Desk with Joe-ish top, uh, okay. show. Okay, so the first topic of the day is Apple Siri now helps you check coronavirus symptoms. Really? So how in the world would that work? So Apple is working with the uh, CDC with... Uh, adding a feature to Siri where all you have to do is activate Siri on your device and ask Siri one or two questions. You ask Siri, how do I know if I have the coronavirus? And then, or you can ask it, do I have the coronavirus? And it'll actually give you a little checklist through, through Siri. It'll actually ask you questions, yes or no questions. And then depending on your answers, it'll say, yes, you have a coronavirus or you could possibly have the coronavirus. You need to contact your physician or no you do not have the symptoms of coronavirus. Wow. Now that is crazy, but that makes more sense now that you explained it. Just having a checklist to go down through uh, for those folks that just aren't sure, um, that's an easy way to check and see how serious their symptoms may be, which uh, which in turn could help them uh, get to where they need to be and get the help they need quicker. Right. Well, and it could also possibly cut down on the uh, the panic of, well, I sneezed this morning, so I think I might have it. Let me go run to the doctor. You know, if you can self-diagnose at home, that would save a lot of money to travel in your part and decrease traffic in the hospitals. Yeah, I agree with that, too. I didn't even think of it that way, but, yes, you're right. A lot of people that uh, – and I can't think of the word. What do they call it when you um, think that you're sick all the time? Oh, shoot. Oh, uh, hypochondriac. Hypochondriac. There you go. If you get to be super worried about it and you're at that point where you're like, okay, maybe I don't know, what should I do? Talk to Siri. She'll help you out. Or he there you or go. whatever voice you have it set to, I guess. He or she. Exactly. It, it will help you out. Let's go that route. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty good thinking uh, of work that direction to see what happens on that end where you can uh, diagnose, I guess, with a little bit of help from technology. So, awesome. And I would not be surprised now, this is pure speculation on my part. I would not be surprised within the coming days that we would see uh, Google and Amazon and every other smart device like that have a very similar setup. Right. Start to add those capabilities in. 
Right. Awesome. Well, that sounds fantastic. Man, that's good use of technology right away, especially uh, when you have something like this going on. Exactly. Okay. And uh, Kale got rid of a lot of static there. Did that, would you turn on or off? I just turned the volume down. Okay. In our headsets? Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we're, we're figuring out our studio here. We have Kale, one of our high school students, who's uh, the production manager today, and uh, he's making some changes on the fly that makes it a lot easier for me to hear. We had a lot of static. Okay, so on to topic number two, and again, this is Help Desk with Joe, and we're doing it remotely via phone to help uh, with our social distancing. And Joe, you're the first one to, to help us work through these technological issues to get the phone call working as we call in. So pretty neat stuff, and we really appreciate your help. And uh, you help us with all kinds of stuff, but that was a big uh, big call you made yesterday. Say, so, okay, we got to get the phone working so you can continue to get this media out there for people. Right, no problem. Happy to do it. I figure, well, I'd much rather be use myself as a guinea pig so then when <laughs> we get somebody else in there, it makes us look like we know what we're doing. <laughs> you betcha. It makes it real good. That's what Kale and I were talking as we started firing all this up. He's like, we're still on YouTube. I was like, yeah, we, you know, we, we like getting information out there, but it's weird because not having you here, and I'm looking over at the spot where you always sit, uh, makes it weird to think about having Facebook Live going, but really it's a good way to get the information out there on both platforms, not only our podcast platform, but our Facebook platform. So for those watching, just to make sure that you see that we're still moving. Yeah, I, I, I picked I, up I, a Rubik's I, Cube, but I just dropped it, but I picked it back up. You can see uh, I'm holding a Rubik's Cube, and um, Joe, that'll have to take your place today. For there you go. Well, I should have I sent you a picture of myself, and you could take it to the chair. <laughs> there you go. That's what we might have to do. We might have to make a poster board and get a little mug shots of everybody that does uh, our podcast with us and just set them in the chair when it's their turn to go. There you go. All right. Well, i got to say, I miss seeing you in person. But I'm really happy that we could do this uh, over the phone and uh, still make it work. So I appreciate you helping us get all this going. And, of course, I know the truth. Cena is uh, busy working behind the scenes to keep all the wheels turning in A&M Digital Technologies and also helping us here at Patch. But, uh, all right, so enough of that talk. Let's get on to topic number two, and I'll let you introduce right. that one as well. So topic number two is YouTube is changing their defaults on their video quality as well as video game uh, companies are actually changing how they change their operations to help tame the, the Internet surge. Okay. And I, so, we, we talked a little bit, and I think I was talking with you about it yesterday when we were working through some of the getting everything to work here, with so many kids being at home now. now at the, and, and we addressed this a little bit with the Dr. Duncan from the school system. There's a couple things happening. One, when the kids are at school, they're on the school's, um, I'll say internet, you know, interweb. They're on the school system, which takes the burden off the public and the people at home. But now that the kids are at home, they still have to do their schoolwork. They still have to check in their schoolology, which is what we use here in Roan County. Um, they still have to check their emails. And, of course, they're still going to play their video games. So now they're soaking up a lot more bandwidth where we normally, the schools would handle that burden. And right. uh, I assume that's where you're going with this. This is That's exactly where I'm going. YouTube has announced that videos on their site will start defaulting to standard definition instead of high definition quality for the next month in order to cope with the demand uh, from the what they call the board house bound masses. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And that's uh Kale. Have you had any uh, issues? I, I know you got on your video games there and we're 
playing with some of your friends. Did you have any issues uh, getting on, getting connected, and so forth over the last couple of days? Uh, well, our internet didn't work for a little bit, so I couldn't get on my computer to do schoolwork. That's right. Yeah, he did have problems getting on online to get his schoolwork going. And the uh, video game system's been slower. Yeah. So, as we're playing, it slows down the whole game, and the ping goes way up. I gotcha. Okay, so we're seeing effects here at home, and we're pretty rural. Uh, I can't oh, yeah. imagine if you're more urban. Hmm. Okay. And this just and this just kind of tipped the iceberg. It's one of those Netflix and Hulu and all the other content providers. Don't be surprised if you see them jump on board on this because it's just such a surge of you know connectivity that they that nobody was planning on. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thought. And again, you know. Joe, I'll say Joe the prophet here. So Joe, you're uh, you're getting ahead of the game, and I imagine this will only get worse as more people get settled in and get more comfortable being at home and and start to really hit online. Because at first, I imagine a lot of people. I don't know what you guys did, uh, but my family, you know, we worked on. We had a car we had to fix. Kel and I went out and changed an axle and uh, made some did some work on our cars that we had to do outside, and you know some farm work that we had to do. But you know, as we go on, we'll probably be more, more and more time towards entertaining ourselves inside right well what we've been running into is all those projects you know you've been holding off for well if i get time i'll do this well yeah. guess what we've got time now <laughs> yeah yeah cena's list is very long for you i'm sure the same yeah as, yeah that uh, honeydew yeah for some reason i can't find an excuse to how to get out of that honeydew list yeah <laughs> yeah my honeydew list was pretty long and i tackled a lot of it here over the weekend and i'm sure though there'll be more jobs added on to it as we go but uh, it'll be harder and harder not to go inside and entertain ourselves with video games or Netflix or whatever the case may be. So, right. all right, interesting. So, what do you think? What do you see happening there? I mean, you, you mentioned it's going to go across the board. How how extensive well, do you think this will be? Well, this, it's not only affecting streaming services, but the video game companies as well are making changes on how they do do their operations. So, Microsoft. And Sony and others are working on to make millions of people downloading enormous games. Uh, they're changing that, how they do that. So, you know, with your consoles, that now that they're connected to the Internet, you can actually go online and buy games and download those games. And a lot of those games are big, are pretty hefty games, you know, 40, 80, 100 gig of data. Yeah. So, so what they're doing is they are throttling those to very slow speeds. So not everybody's slamming their servers trying to download content. So what what they're doing is during peak times, they're actually throttling that. And they're actually recommending if you buy a game and you want it to download, just turn your console on at night before you go to bed and let it download overnight. And then by the time you get up that next morning, it should be ready to go because there's a lot less people using the Internet in the middle of the night. So then they can actually be able to handle that that traffic. Hmm. That's Kale's agreeing with you. Um, interesting. Okay, so if you have, what would you suggest the average person do to help in that situation? I guess uh, basically there, follow their recommendations uh, to download to to go ahead and buy the game, and then but don't be surprised if you can't download it within an hour. Just turn right. it on and fire it up at night and let it go to, you know, let it download overnight. And a lot of people are probably trying to figure out, well, what does that mean? And and how does throttling it and all that work? So to give you an example of what we're talking about is, let's say you have a garden hose and you have, you know, 
you turn that garden hose on, and you just have the spigot turned on, and the water just comes flowing wide open. Well, as you put a, a splitter on that hose, you know, it cuts the, the water stream cuts down. So basically, you have one pipe coming in, and you're used to maybe having, you know, one stream coming in, you're good to go. You have two, you put that split, uh, two hose splitter on there, where it cuts it in half. Well, then you put, you put a, you know, 10, 10 hose splitter on there, that goes down to almost nothing. And that's what they're running into. Eventually, you put enough, you know, connectors on that hose, you're not going to get any water to come out. Yeah, that's a great example and a great visual example as well. So if you had to use so it during what, the day and you know you're going to get slammed, uh, just have patience. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Patience is, is the big thing. <laughs> Which I know we're all used to. When I click, it should happen immediately. But uh, yeah. yeah, so good forewarning. <laughs> if you have something big to do, plan it at night. If you don't, then you're just going to, have to be patient and wait until you know, like you said, you're on that ten hose splitter. It's going to be slow. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and, and we've seen that at our house, like Kale was talking yesterday. I want to say three or four in the afternoon, he was trying to do his homework and uh, just couldn't get connected. And uh, I know our girls did their homework in the morning, so they got through no problem. Yeah, uh, we had there was actually issues with our Internet service here locally over the weekend, which I'll get into that on our tip of the week. Uh, everybody just being home and just slamming the servers and causing yeah. basically a bottleneck. Well, we called about the Suddenlink deal. If you have a student, you can get Suddenlink for 60 days or whatever. Uh, but we couldn't even get through to them. It was kind of crazy. Well, well, Dave, be honest with you, the line doesn't go that far, so yeah, don't I, waste your time. I kind of figured. <laughs> We're in a weird boat, and I know you helped me out with that previously, where the Suddenlink stops about 100 yards from our house one way and about a mile the other way. So in a little right. bit of a hole there. But All right, yeah, well. Yeah, and I can see and I can see the pole where Suddenlink ends, so how do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just teasing you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, on to topic number three, now that we know, again, uh, and we'll have Joe have you go over these all at the end, just a quick recap for anybody that might have uh, missed it, but topic number three. So topic number three is if you are working from home and you have an Amazon Echo or a Google Home device or any devices like that that you voice activate that you know are constantly quote unquote listening that you say a trigger word which i won't say trigger words because then it'll it'll kick everybody's devices on <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are lawyers requesting and recommending that you unplug those devices or turn them off my recommendation is unplug it that way you guarantee it's turned off right uh, unplug those during work hours just for the simple fact of privacy and confidentiality yeah if you're working from home on sensitive documents the last thing you want is somebody to hack in and take a picture of it for you well it's not even so much that it's uh listening in oh and you know, listening it, in too i didn't even think about that way yeah, yeah you're right and, and it's not so there. much that you're taking pictures and all that yeah uh, i well, was, and I was it's going not back to those cameras you were talking about on vacuum cleaners and uh, oh yeah and all that, but yeah, yeah you're is, right. Now, listening devices will do double duty, so you get it both ways. Right, and they're not saying that on the side of, you know, the device is going to get hacked and they'll be listening in. This is just from the fact, from the basis of, okay, let's say you're a lawyer and you have a client that has the name of, and I'm going to spell it out because I don't want to kick everybody's devices off, <laughs> the name of 
a client of the name of A-L-E-X-A. So you say client and you say their name and all of a sudden that device kicks off and it's sitting there listening and recording yep. what you're saying and you may not, you know, that may be privileged information that not everybody needs to know. Oh, yeah. To. Yeah, that's crazy to think in those terms. But now that we're having to adjust our lives to work at home, then you have to make some concessions to help protect yourself, help protect the people you work with. So, yeah, that's good advice across the board. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And that's honestly one thing I never gave a thought of until I read the article last night. It's like, that makes perfect sense. That's something I, because we have an Amazon Echo. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. So you have a device. Does it kick on accidentally sometimes anyway? Yeah, and but we have it in the living room, so it's one of those, there's not a lot of, and it's at home, it's not at the office, so it's not a lot of, you know, private, you know, national security going on. But, you know, if we're watching TV, oh, I yeah. have it sitting right on our I have it sitting our on our sound bar, and sometimes if we're watching the show and it has that name, I'll see it kick off. Or if it thinks there's something in that same speech pattern, it'll right. kick off sometimes on its own. So yeah, it does happen on accident, and it, and it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, somebody being hacked. It just sitting there listening and thinks it heard right. the trigger word. Yep, that's interesting. So yeah. And I think you're right, and that's just great advice across the board. And I know you had mentioned some of the, the vacuum cleaner issues uh, and the um, doorbell cameras as well that people were putting inside their houses. So just an extra layer of caution folks need to be aware of uh, working at home. It's going to bring that work, those work HIPAA-compliant issues and privacy issues all into your house, and you need to take the proper precautions to make sure you're keeping your information safe. Exactly. Hmm. All right. Well, great tip, Joe. And I think that's good for the average person as well as the average business person that would uh, normally not think in those terms. But that's uh, with this advanced technology, that's stuff we got to be aware of. So good call. Yeah. yeah that's something I, like I said, that's something I never imagined thinking of. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, I like it. This is the best time of uh, the show for me, the tip of the week. So, and you didn't tell me what the tip of the week was ahead of time. So, Lay it out there for all of us. All right. So the tip of the week falls in line with the YouTube and video game story. Uh, how to decrease your bandwidth usage for a faster network and a happier family. <laughs> nice. Uh, hey, I like the faster network, happier family deal. That, so, run, that runs hand so, in hand. There you go. So I actually did a video earlier this week and I uploaded it on our A&M page. So check that out. And I also have it on our A&M Facebook and YouTube channel. So be sure to check that out. And what it was was on Roku and, of course, on all your devices, you actually have bandwidth, what they call bandwidth uh, limiting settings. Right. And what that and what that does is you can actually decrease the bandwidth, which in turn will decrease the quality, but it's not something terrible. Right. Well, and if you had a choice so what, between lag and pauses and mess-ups versus... Uh, keeping it streaming consistently, I would definitely go for consistency. Exactly. So, and what the video I did earlier on Monday was on how to adjust settings on Roku because some of these devices, they don't give you, they don't make an easy setting to get to it. You have to actually go digging for it. Right. So the Roku, Roku was a, was a tricky one. So that's why I did the video on that. But uh, I know the Amazon Fire Stick and a lot of video game consoles, what you can actually do is go in the quality settings, and instead of good, better, best, what a lot of them have set up is always just keep it down to that good setting. Like it's, and, and you and I agree, you know, the quality may not be as good, but 
if it decreases the lag and then everybody else in the house can still watch Netflix and do their schoolwork and all that, then everybody's happy. But if you're taking up all the Internet playing your game and nobody else can get anything else done, there's a definite argument fight coming. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, uh, and like you said, uh, those families that have multiple people and they're all battling for that bandwidth, and then it's the 10-hose splitter turned into the 20-hose splitter. Katie, bar the door. Exactly. Here we go. It's going to be chaos. So not only does that help, you know, the bandwidth in your house, but that helps lighten the load on the providers in the well. So it, it kind of it helps both sides of the coin at the same time. Yep. Now we're talking about all the bandwidth. Do you think that this uh, surge in people needing bandwidth, being at home, will affect the providers? Will they? Is there a way for them to crank it up, or is it pretty much maxed out regardless of how it goes? They are pretty well maxed out. So that was an issue. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. That helped kick my memory into gear. Uh, over the weekend, pretty much Saturday evening, I saw a lot of people, and I was starting to get texts uh, from customers saying, hey, my Internet isn't working. It's on the fritz. It's coming in and out. And basically what it was was everybody was trying to, you know, go online and stream or do whatever. And it was basically what setting up what they call bottleneck, where everybody's trying to shove through the pipe at the same time, and it's just not going to happen. And then on the provider side, eventually they goes, I, I have too much and just kind of freaks out and has to reset itself to, right. you know, set everything back up. So little tips like this can actually lighten the load on both ends. So not only does it help improve the quality of whatever you're doing at your home, but it lightens the load on the Internet provider so then everybody else can function as normal as well. Okay. Do you think this will um, lead to more people using their phone devices as their Internet connection? Will, will that help at all to get off the major bandwidth, or is it all tied together anyway? It's all tied together anyway on the back end of things. I know for a fact uh, the Sprint Towers, are, that when Sprint came through our area, their backhaul is going through Sudlink's back end. So, you know, your connection is going to Sprint, but Sprint is buying their bandwidth from Right. Suddenly, suddenly, it's all tied stuff. anyway. Yeah, right. Well, that's one of the things we talked about when Kel couldn't get onto his Schoology account. I was like, "Hey, try to use my phone as a hotspot and see if that helps." Um, but yeah, I didn't know if that would add to the problem or help the problem. Well, if you know, if you have what they call terrestrial internet, you know, internet through your cable provider or DSL, if everybody's slamming on that, you flip over to your cell phone and use your hotspot. There's a pretty good chance there's less people using that hotspot so you know yeah. that that can't do nothing but help all right there you go kill's giving you this stink eye even though you're not here because that's not the that's <laughs> well, not the answer he wanted to hear he wanted to hear hey don't do your homework right now go back and uh, try it again later and go do something else that you want to do that's more fun um well now, and he's not Kel, his head in agreement this? so <laughs> Kel, how about this how about i'll say i'll save you here a little bit you can try the hotspot, but if, even if the hotspot is jammed as well, you may still have to resolve to the, I'll come back later and do it. He's nodding his head, and I'm not sure why, because we're on, uh, you know, doing radio as well as video. Uh, you have a mic over there, <laughs> Kale. You're allowed to, allowed to comment. And now he's shaking his head no. Anyway, so he's quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> when homework comes up and how he might have to do it, he's out. He doesn't even want to talk about it. No comment at all. I'm just gonna let that. He's gonna let that float. He's, I'm pretty sure that's a thanks, but no thanks, Joe. 
Yeah. Hey, so I, Joe I making himself popular with the school kids. Atta boy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the parents will love you for it, but the kids are going to be like, I don't know who this Joe guy is, but I wish he'd mind his own business. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Mom and Dad. Joe and Joe who? No way. They're crazy. Yeah. Homework not until tomorrow, maybe. All right. That's funny stuff. Okay, do we leave anything out? No, that pretty well picked everything up today. Well, man, as usual, helping out uh, not only business consumers, but people in their private lives here, uh, guarding their stuff. If you don't care, just recap the three topics, and then the tip of the week just for folks there to, to jog their memory of what we've talked about today, and if they have any questions, what they can get back to. All right, so the topics we covered today was Apple Siri, giving you assistance in self-diagnosing the coronavirus, YouTube and video game providers are changing their operations to help fight the internet surge, to how they're changing, slowing things down to help uh, possibly uh, to help people from losing uh, connectivity to their services. And Amazon Echo devices and smart devices similar to those, the smart speakers and uh, the personal assistants, the digital assistants, Unplugging those while you're working for privacy issues. Yep. Nice. And the tip of the week? De- how to decrease your bandwidth for a faster network and happier family. There you go. And uh, now I'm going to tack on there the other tip of the week. If your child says they can't log on to the Internet to do their homework, have them use their cell phone or your, use, use your cell phone as a hotspot as an alternative method. And Kale is if saying your cell yes. phone, <laughs> If your cell phone provider offers hotspot capability... But yep. here's another tip. If you are a Sprint customer, I do know for a fact that as part of this whole deal that Sprint, even if you don't have a hotspot plan, Sprint offers 20 gig of data for everybody extra through the next 60 days from the, I think it was the 17th when they started that. So even if you don't have a hotspot data and you are a Sprint customer, you have you now have for the next 60 days started the 17th, you have 20 gig of hotspots. So Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Students, get your work done. Now, if you have AT&T or Verizon, you know, you may want to check those carriers, but if you're a Sprint customer, yep. there's no excuse now. <laughs> gotcha. Joe making himself popular with students all across Roan County. All right. Well, hey, that's a great tip, and Joe, as always, you're doing a fantastic job, and uh, this is a, a great show for the week here, and uh, I appreciate you helping us work out how to call in and and get our shows uh, able to be uh, done, even though the people can't come into the studio. We're really limiting our traffic here with everything we do. And I got, and of course, people don't know Kale is uh, part of my family, so he and I are tied together regardless of how it goes down. So it's handy to have him come in and produce the show. Um, but again, help desk with Joe, and this is a big show for you. We're on uh, show number eight, and uh, you're you're in the lead. Show number nine. Kale's telling me nine, sorry. You're in the lead, almost to show 10. And this is a big number, episode 30 here on our Patch Podcast. And uh, if people have any questions, let's go back to that. If they need to know how to, if they're like, who is this Joe guy? And how do I get a hold of him with my questions or help you may need? How do they get a hold of you? You can give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltechnologies.com. Or check us out on social media. We are on Facebook. Twitter and YouTube at AM Digital Tech on all those, and be sure to check out, subscribe to the podcast on. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere else you pull your favorite podcast. Uh, 
look up Help Desk with Joe and Dave. Yep. And be sure to check out all the patch content on the Patch Turned Up podcast and Patch Turned Up app and Patch Turned Up radio. Yeah, we're covering all our bases there, and you and Cena have been a, a major player in how we get everything out there and how everything works, so we really appreciate it. And for those folks that don't know, A&M Digital Technologies powers all our technology needs here at Patch, making all these great shows happen. We've gotten a lot of comments here lately about all the science shows we've been putting out and all the uh, preschool lessons that people can do online, and that's all with help from Joe and Cena at A&M Digital Technologies. So kudos for that. And, uh, and what I will say, in this time of social distancing, if you have a computer problem, uh, Joe, you came in, you didn't come in, to, you remoted into our office last week and fixed an issue in five minutes, and you did it from your home, and I didn't have to do anything but sit in my office and let you have um, access to my computer. So talk about that if people need to do that in this time of social distancing, how that might work. Yeah, if you have any issues, it doesn't matter whether it's a laptop, desktop, Chromebook, uh, mobile device, we can, if it connects to the internet, there's probably a pretty good chance we can connect to it remotely and fix it as long as the device itself will connect to the internet. We've been doing that for a lot of customers here lately. And actually, if you are one of the customers, or if you're one of the uh, people that have to actually be working from home, we can actually assist in getting you connected as well. Regardless if you're a business owner or an employee, we can actually work with both sides to actually get that set up and established, and we've been doing that a lot here within the last several days. We had one office call Monday morning and said, hey, there's a good chance we may be closing temporarily, but we still need to work. How do we set up? And I and I told him, I said, we, you know, let's not do anything right now until we know for a fact that you're actually being sent home, and then we'll turn put the wheels into motion. And it wasn't two hours later they called and said, yeah, we're packing up and getting out of here. Yeah. What do we need? Right, right. Well, that's awesome, and that's a wonderful service here. And really, that makes you more applicable to people no matter where they're located. So if you're listening to this and you're located out of West Virginia or, I don't know, maybe even out of the country and you need Joe or Cena's help, by golly, that's a way to do it. Do it remotely. So, all right, well, great job, Joe. We're going to wrap up this show. And, uh, again, this is Help Desk with Joe, show number nine, episode 30 here at our patch offices in Spencer, West Virginia. And I'm going to let Kale do his outro, and we'll be done for the day. So, Joe, many thanks for helping us get this set up and making this work. And, of course, many thanks for doing your show. And and I will say this, it's just not the same not having you sitting over here to my left and getting to have that conversation. But I'm real happy you worked this out for us so that we can still continue to do our podcasts. Well, I thank you guys for granting this opportunity to, to help out. And I've got you guys pulled up on the stream, so there's a little 10-second delay watching you guys. But... I, I'm with you. It's just not the same as sitting in the studio and, and doing it. I, I keep wanting to look over at you and point your way and say, Joe, Joe, but, uh, you know, you're right here in the phone beside me, so it's it's a different deal. But I'm sure we'll get used to it. And, again, making the best of the circumstances we have. So, uh, again, Joe and Cena doing the hard work behind the scenes here. So a big thanks to Kale as well. As a high school student who's not allowed to go to school, he's happy to get up early in the morning and come in and make these things happen. Thumbs up from Kale? No, he's saying no, but no, he means yes. <laughs> All right, so big thanks for Kale for producing this. All right, Kale, lead us out of here. Help Desk with Joe. This is Kale, and you've been listening to Help Desk with Joe with Patch Turned Up. Stay tuned in for more podcasts, music, news, and updates from our Patch students. Patch, community and children first.